This episode is brought to you by Real JP Multimedia. For all your audio visual needs, visit realjp.com. R E E L J P.com. Let's start the show. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Nerdball Podcast. I am Lorenzo. My interview this week is Julie Fagley, owner of Vacation Days. And wh- what would it, Vacation Days, would it just be um, travel agency? Yep, we okay. are a travel agency. Okay. Um, so I we used you for our trip to Disney in 2019, and it was the best decision that we made because we... Andrea and I, my wife, were going into it thinking, like, how are we going to do all this? And it was awesome. Um, how did you get into, or how did you even be, come to own, have your own business as a travel agent? Well, years and years ago, um, I started loving Disney when I was very, very little. Mm. Um, I was born in 1971, which is the year the Magic Kingdom opened. So oh. I have been raised with Disney. <laughs> and my first trip down there, I was too. And I fell in love with it instantly. And um, I don't have a Disney background per se, except Mm -hmm. for just visiting in the parks. I actually have a teaching background. Oh, okay. So I have a bachelor's degree in elementary education and early childhood, and I taught for six years, and then I got my um, master's degree in literacy education. And then um, when my son was born, I decided to stop teaching and spend the time home with him. Okay. And because I was overqualified by having a bachelor's and master's um, and seven years teaching experience. I was not able to get back into the class. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that is so crazy to me because that happens um, to a lot of friends of mine too. Like mm-hmm. I have all this, all this, but I priced myself out. Right. It just seems weird to it me. It is so crazy. <laughs> I loved being a teacher. Yeah. I was very detail oriented. I loved the kids. So it actually led nicely into being a Disney vacation planner. And um, when my kids were really little, um, I wanted to be able to work from home. Mm. And so I found a travel agency that specialized in Disney destinations. And since I grew up going to the parks and um, I do have a lot of Disney knowledge, then um, I started working with them. Yeah. And I worked with different tra- a different travel agency for nine years. And then I realized, you know what? I want to be a travel agency owner. Mm-hmm. And I want my travel agency to be run with honesty, dependability, and for a place where people can go and they can trust that their vacation is going to be very well taken care of. Now, is that, you said all those attributes for a, a, a travel agency. Was mm-hmm. that because you saw sometimes people, nefarious nefarious people did, did bad things? Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Like, like, like what kind of, what kind of <laughs> stuff would, would a, a, a bad travel agent do? Well, it, it wasn't necessarily that they were treating their clients improperly, but it was that they were treating their agents not as well. And I wanted to be able to grow a travel agency where I love my, my independent contractors, my travel agents that work with me. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to be able to treat them well, to do things with them, to train them and, um, for us to be more like a family. Okay. So that's what vacation days is. We are, I have 22 agents Hmm. that are all around the United States. 
We have some in Arizona, Texas, Tennessee, Indiana, and then we've got some pockets all over the state of Ohio. Wow. So we've got some in Columbus, Dayton, um, Xenia up here in Toledo is a big pocket of agents. And we all work really, really well together. Mm-hmm. And I'm able to do more for them and to train them and for, you know, higher commission splits and stuff like that than anything that I ever received. Yeah. So I like to be able to provide that for agents on a more personal side, but then also for our clients that we can run things and um, have a travel, travel agency that is run on honesty and dependability. Yeah, it, it, so it seems like uh, one of the situations where you had or anybody could have a bad boss mm-hmm. and then you get to a point where like, I don't want to be that, that oh, person. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I took a lot of things that I learned of not being paid commission for a stroller or scooter rental. Well, I should be able to have that because I booked it. So um, I actually, I don't do a commission split with my agents for that. I give them 100% of that because mm, I feel it's something okay. where I got burned. Yeah. So I want to give more to them. Yeah. And that doesn't it seem makes, fair. Like what, mm-hmm. what did you do? Exactly. That, I mean, you didn't have any part of that, right? Exactly. Yeah. No, they, they received the money. They yeah. just chose not to pay it to me. <laughs> Well, that wasn't very fair. <laughs> so I won't do that. And, and is that stuff you knew right away that happened? No. Oh, okay. It took a while oh. because they didn't pay on time. Mm-hmm. I pay every month, you know, and you just figure it out over the time of, wait a minute, I didn't get my commission for that. Yeah. They're like, you know, so <laughs> anyway, I decided that I was going to do things that's differently. Awesome. Yeah, so, that's good. Yeah. So about six and a half years ago, my husband and I were talking and we, I was lamenting about some things that were going on in the previous agency that I was working for. Mm -hmm. And he was like, well, have you ever thought of opening up our own business? And I said, that would be amazing (laughs) because then I know that everything's done properly. I know that everybody's taken care of the clients, my agents, everybody's going to be well taken care of. And I loved the idea. Yeah. So on May 5th of 2014, vacation days was born. Wow. Was it how, how scary was it to do that? It actually was exciting. Was it? Yeah. I wasn't scared. Good. I wasn't scared. I have um, a very great business partner, my husband, and um, it was more exciting to be able to branch out and do more things. Okay. I felt like I was kind of put in a box with the other agency Mm -hmm. that I was working with Mm -hmm. because it was like only Disney. Okay. Or only Sandals and Beaches. Well, the world is bigger than that. Yeah. So now with my agency, we book all all inclusive resorts, all cruise lines. We can do Amtrak. We can do Vegas, Hawaii, um, Universal, SeaWorld, Disney. Like I, the the list is endless. And you do all over the world. Stuff, we do. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I sent my neighbors to Greece. I wow. have. We do a lot with Europe. So um, we I, we book a lot of different wow. destinations. It's so much fun. I know the the one you were talking about your husband and how he's a great business partner. I know mm-hmm. that's the one thing I do. I do a lot of things. And it makes it makes everything a lot easier knowing that Andrew is like, yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it's good or whatever. Like even today, you're sitting in our studio mm-hmm. and or in our garage, and I'm looking. I'm like, you know what? I should wall the back off, and I can make a little studio. And right away, she just goes, "You should." And yeah. I'm like, and I, she's awesome. I hugged her. And I just go, "Thanks for always agreeing with my wild dreams." She is the best business partner for you. I <laughs> yeah. love her. She. I mean, this podcast is a thing that. It, it's usually an hour a week, mm-hmm. but then she has to deal with the kids and, and, and make sure they're quiet and all that kind of stuff. So she, yeah, she's a, she helps with everything I do. So it's like, just like you're saying about your husband, it's, it, and, and maybe that, that was a big point of it. Not being mm-hmm. scary is cause you had someone, you know, you right behind you, right behind you. you Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He is huge in getting this up and started because I'm the one that's, I'm, 
I'm very relational. Okay. Like I like to have the relationships with people. He's Me too. more yep. He's more business minded. Okay. So he's like, okay, let's look at the legalities and, and let's think about this and insurance and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he was able to bring that part to the table. And I was just like, let's talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> let's have fun planning vacations. So let's that move forward. Really, so yeah, it worked out really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so can you tell me um, how how booking with a travel agency works? Because I know when the thing that was with me and it, it was seemed weird even when I emailed you or called you, I can't remember what I did first. I yep. probably called because I like talking on the phone. Right. But I, I think I probably said like, how much does it cost? And yep. it's always weird to me that it, it doesn't cost anything. Absolutely. So can you explain a little bit to people like how it works? Sure. So the main thing that I hear when people call me is I want to go to Disney with my family or I want to book a cruise or wherever their destination is, but it's so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I get that mainly with Disney because there are so many moving parts with booking a Disney vacation. Um, most travel agencies do not charge a fee. Mm-hmm. Some do. I so, used AAA one time and it was 50 bucks. Yes. And yeah. I know some agencies that charge 250 Yeah. So my agency, I choose not to. Okay. So in my opinion, I thoroughly enjoy helping people. And I don't need your money. You need your money. Mm-hmm. So we do get paid from every one of our vendors. Okay. So Disney pays us, Royal Caribbean, Carnival, whoever is paying us because um, we get a portion of the um, trip as the commission. Okay. So it does not cost one extra penny for you to work with me, though. Because I even told Andrea, like, yep. I was like, we don't pay her, no. but we got to pay at some point through something. No. But it sounds like we don't. No, you don't. Oh, good. Because okay. Disney pays me. Yeah. You don't. So what I like to encourage people to do when booking a Disney vacation with me is I like for you to challenge that. I like for you to get a price from me, go on DisneyWorld.com and look at it. Oh, okay. Put in the same components and you're going to see that it's the same exact penny. That will build your trust with me. Yeah. So you will be able to know that you are not being taken and um, that it's not going to cost anything extra. Yeah. I know that that so go go back to the beginning when I talked about we used it for Disney last mm-hmm. year or or yeah last year mm-hmm. it was the amount of of stress you take away or you took away from us yeah. was amazing because we could say this is exactly what we want to do and you booked everything and then you even like when we did the fast passes Absolutely. you even said here's the list of them you and you helped us do that and then that's all we did like we just mm-hmm. picked what you wanted and then you woke up at six o'clock in the morning and booked all that stuff for us well that's and my job i know but it was it's for <laughs> for someone who's i i only use a travel agent one time that mm-hmm. for our honeymoon yep and and for somebody who likes to plan vacations mm-hmm. like it was even like you said disney was overwhelming but it was cool to just like and, and it and it took some time and it might take i'm sure you've run across clients before where it's like, well, well, I want to do that, or why can't I do that? Or like they want their hands on more. Mm-hmm. But it was nice not having to do that. Well, and if you decide that you want to do it, by all means, go ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll work with you. So my job is to really make sure that you have a stress-free vacation, stress-free planning of it. Mm-hmm. But I take you through every step from start to finish. So you come to me and you want to know, okay, what hotel do I want to stay at? Yeah. Well, do you know Disney has a value? They have moderate, they have deluxe, they have home away from home. <laughs> like there are almost 30 resorts on Disney property. Wow. So which one do you want to stay at and why? Yeah. You know, so you can talk to me and tell me about your family and we can figure out what park you want to go to, mm-hmm. what, you know, convenience and 
we can figure out a good hotel from there based yeah. on the knowledge that I have of each one of the resorts. Mm -hmm. So then we go through the process. We book dining reservations, you know, and I provide you with all the tips and everything and fast pass when that was a thing pre-COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about that in a minute. Yeah. But, um, and then also taking my teaching background and really pulling out the details um, I like to be very detail oriented when I plan your itinerary, I like to do extra special things as little gifts for the kids and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and follow you through your trip. The best part of working with a travel agent though, is when you are on property and you're having an issue. Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say, you said start to finish. That's not yeah. start of planning to finish of planning. That's exactly. the finish of your vacation. Exactly. Because we texted you and called you mm -hmm. when we had issues and, and it, you helped Immediately. Exactly. Yes. And that's what I'm here for. Yep. And that's, you know, when you're on a cruise and the ship has to turn around and you so you're going to miss your flight. You know, that happened to me one time. <laughs> you know, I had these gals that were on a cruise and someone got sick, so they had to turn around and go back to the port to oh. be able to help that person. So every single person on that cruise ship ended up missing their flight. Hmm. So I was their first phone call. So while they were enjoying the last day of their cruise... Then I was on the phone with Southwest making all of the changes and getting everything done for them. Wow. So it's, my job doesn't ever stop. Yeah. You know, it is 24-7 and that's what I pride myself in is I love being available to you. If you have a sick kid at Disney and you don't know what to do, mm -hmm. you call me at 2 a.m. and say, hey, we think we've got ear infection going on here. Where do I go? Yeah. So I can give you the name of the pharmacy that can deliver to your hotel. You know, so it's, I like being there for all those things. Yeah. And even like that, like, I didn't mm -hmm. know that, like just the, I mean, it's pretty much, it sounds like pretty much anything everything that needs to be done. You can do it or, <laughs> or um, help immensely in some way. Absolutely. You know? We'll yeah. figure out a way to make it work. Yeah. yeah. Some way, somehow. But that's really nice when you're enjoying yourself in an all-inclusive and you have, you know, an issue with your flight coming home. Mm -hmm. Well, I can help you with that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, your flight canceled. I have some very interesting stories about all of that <laughs> over the years. I've been doing this for 16 years now, and wow. the stories have just built up. And I, I, I enjoy helping people to get through those times. Yeah, it's, well, it's got to mm -hmm. feel really rewarding and, and to know, like, oh, this happened, and I helped them. Mm -hmm. and, then another, and then tomorrow it's going to happen with another family or another yep. couple that's on a vacation or something. Yep. Just never-ending, but... You're prepared mm -hmm. for that. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, speaking of prepared, I, when you came over to drop, um, to go through our itinerary and everything, one thing I, I was, I thought it was so funny, but I understood what it was when you're like, here's our itinerary. Oh, and here's a pocket itinerary. And I'm oh. like, you know what? <laughs> I didn't even like think that that would be something you it's would need. Mm -hmm. need. And it's, and we use it a lot. We yeah. use it all the time. We had it in our backpack and, and. So we didn't have a big piece of paper, just a little, exactly. <laughs> little pocket one. Yep. Throw it right in your, in your pocket, yeah. in your backpack, wherever. And yeah, now Disney has the My Disney Experience app, which is really nice. Yeah. that's We use that all the time. We actually, uh -huh. I, actually had, I had to buy a cell phone charger because we were just always on my phone, just looking at stuff, looking at the maps and everything. Yes, indeed. Yeah. That, that, was, that app is, is pretty cool. You can, it yeah. will even tell you how to get somewhere. So if you're in the park yeah. and you don't know how to get to a certain ride, it'll actually tell you how to get there. Yeah, it's just like using the Google Maps in your car because yeah. it, it has where to turn and everything. It's really cool. I love cool. it. <laughs> it is super cool. Yeah, oh. so Disney's very different right now. Oh, I bet. I bet you just got back uh, last week or earlier this week, I would imagine, I think. Yep. Yeah. So my family went to Disney um, the end of February, mm -hmm. and that was when everything was starting to be talked about with COVID and stuff like that. So it was still pretty normal at that time. 
And then um, as time progressed, I needed to get down there and see what it was really like because I do have family still traveling. Okay. Disney opened in July. Uh, Walt Disney World. Disneyland is still not open as of right now in California. Hmm. But um, so Walt Disney World is open, but it looks very, very different. Yeah. And so I wanted to get down there and see it because when I experience it on property, then I can be a better vacation planner for you. Okay. So it was important for me to get down there. So I actually, when I came home, I made a page and a half of notes <laughs> called what to know about Disney during a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> because we have our typical tip wow. sheet that we use to yes. be able to give to our families that plan with us. Mm -hmm. But it's also important for you to know and be prepared. Okay. So the parks look very different, but I will tell you the magic is not gone. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely still magical. Well, I, I remember you posting a picture, mm -hmm. or maybe it was, no, it was a video, because you said it was normally from October into November 1st, they change overnight, and you yeah. and they had told you, like, hey, that's not going to happen this year. But it and did. Then you woke up, and it was there. And I remember <laughs> you so... telling me how that's your favorite time to be there, to it, see the changeover. It is. Yeah. It is. And I, we plan on going again next year. Okay. Um, at the same week. Yeah. So let me recap that. So... Um, in the in October, uh, well, actually September and October, Disney is fall. Okay. Mainly, I'm thinking Magic Kingdom. So think Magic Kingdom with me. Mm -hmm. So it's all fall, and it's so beautiful. It's so decked out. And then typically, the night of October 31st, they bring in thousands of people, and they change the Magic Kingdom from fall to Christmas overnight. In one night. It is the wow. most magical thing <laughs> ever. So um, we happened upon that a couple of years ago by accident. And I was completely mind blown. Wow. It was just amazing. I mean, everything down to the flowers, poinsettias, the wreaths, like every bit of the Magic Kingdom was different. Mm. So this year, I had planned this trip and I went down with two friends. It was more of a familiarization trip. It was a working trip for me. Mm -hmm. And um, I was told that they weren't going to be making the changes until next weekend. Oh. I'm like, oh, seriously? <laughs> I, you I found that this. out when you when you got down there? Yeah. Uh, well, no, that morning. Oh, so God. we planned on going. <laughs> we knew ahead of time that it wasn't going to change over until next weekend. So mm. I was really bummed. I wanted to see both holidays when I was down there and get pictures and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, when we went to the Magic Kingdom on the 30th, we went back again on the 1st. And boom, Christmas morning. <laughs> It was the most amazing thing. So, so, so did you go? Did you had already planned that to go back to back days in Magic Kingdom? Yes. Or did you think like, yeah, we should go and just see what happens? We just went to see what happens. It, I was expecting behold, fall, and yeah. I walked in, and wow, there's the big <laughs> Christmas tree and everything. It was so beautiful. That's awesome. And you know, one thing that Disney's doing right now to um, keep the magic mm -hmm. is because obviously with COVID, we are not able to have parades, fireworks, and places where people are gathered. Yes. So what they're doing is they have what we like to call more organic magic. Okay. And so they're taking the big parade floats and doing them like one at a time. So we have the big, big princess float that has like eight different princesses on it. Mm -hmm. And they're doing, they're taking that parade float, Merida's on her horse and whatnot. And they're bringing that through the Magic Kingdom as little snippets of the parade. Okay. So they had five different ones when we were there on the 30th, and a lot of them were geared around Halloween. Hmm. And so, um, of course, they had one with Goofy and then Mickey and Minnie and whatnot. 
And so um, they had five different parades that went through just at random times because you can't know because then you would gather. Yeah. So it's all just magically appears. And wow. then they did those five parades multiple times through the day. So you get 10 to 15 different parades, and then the Dapper Dans are out. You know, they're going on the trolley, singing up and down Main Street <laughs> and everything. So I actually felt like I got to see more characters now than I ever have before. Because with having teenagers, we don't seek out yes. going to see Mickey, yep. to see the princesses. So it was very nice for me to be able to see them and not have to stand in line for a half an hour to be able to see them. Yeah. Or an hour. I mean, that was a big part of our vacation. Uh-huh. All our, I, I believe maybe all of our sit-downs were character ones. Yeah. We stood in line to see princesses and mm-hmm. Mickey Mitt, everything. That was a big portion. So I can see how... like. Yep. How different it is when your kids get older. Well, and when you're walking through, this is what Disney is trying to bring this magic back and have the characters be seen. Um, Since you can't have that intimate meet and greet, Mm -hmm. they're trying to pull them out into the parks. So when you walk back to the Country Bear Jamboree, you look up on the terrace, there are the two of the Country Bears. Oh, okay. And they're waving to you. And then you look over to the left and there's Chip and Dale. And they're dressed in their Halloween attire. (laughs) So, I mean, they're trying really, really hard to make it magical. Okay, yeah. And I loved that part. And and I think just like with, and I'm sure there's all kinds of businesses and families mm-hmm. and everything, that going through COVID, they're trying to do different things. And I'm sure some of the stuff they're doing, it's going to stick. Like, hey, this worked out really good or this, you know, so maybe some of the stuff that Disney's doing differently, they're going to, they're like, oh, we never thought of doing it that way. And it seems to be working really well. Well, I have a perfect example of that. Oh, yeah, go ahead. So Disney started doing mobile ordering a while ago. And you can go into your My Disney Experience app. You can order your food. So let's say you're standing in line over at Thunder Mountain. Mm -hmm. And you think, oh, well, I'm starting to get hungry. So you can go into your My Disney Experience app, and you can choose the time that you want to pick up your food. So whether it be 1.30 to 2, 2 to 2.30, 2.30 to 3, whatever, you pick your time, and you order your food. Okay. And then when you get to the restaurant, you go into your app, and you say, I'm here. And you press the button that says, I'm here, prepare my food. Mm -hmm. So they make the food. It's nice and hot. You know what? I think we use that. You did? Yes. But now Disney is only using that. Okay. I mean, there's one register open at each quick service location. Mm-hmm. So for those people who either don't have the app or their phone died because yeah. they used it too much maybe. <laughs> but um, so they do have one register open, but that's the only way mm-hmm. they're using. Or they're really encouraging mobile ordering. Yeah. Yeah. And that keeps the crowds down. Yeah, because you know, like, well, we're mm-hmm. not going to be able to go in there and sit down and yep. do whatever, you know. So I was talking to one of the cast members there, and she said, prepare for this. This is going to stay. This is the new Because new we way. know that this works, and it's going to last. <laughs> and I really hope that they keep those mini cavalcades, you know, the mini parades yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. I hope that they keep those Yeah. and keep the characters out. Like over at Epcot, you see Winnie the Pooh off in a little pasture, and he's... <laughs> trying to catch butterflies and stuff like that. To me, that's Disney. Yeah, just like uh, randomly coming exactly. across that stuff. Yeah. Well, that's how it was when we were kids. Okay. You know, we were able to just go and there was a character. Mm-hmm. You know, and the way the world changed, you can't do that as much. So yeah. now we're kind of back to that. Okay, yeah. So I like I like that a lot. Now, Florida's pretty relaxed with their with their COVID standards as far as any other states. Is it is it... Like that, I'm assuming it's not like that in Disney. Absolutely not. Yeah. Disney is doing everything they possibly can to keep their guests safe. Yes. I mean, to the nth degree. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you a few things. 
Um, the reason for my tip sheet is to be able to let people know, because if you are prepared when you go down, mm -hmm. you'll be able to have a better time. Yeah. So one thing that they're doing is temperature screenings before you enter the parks, before you go to, into Disney Springs okay. and everywhere. Wow. And if you have a temperature of 100.4 or higher, no person in your party is able to enter. Oh, wow. Everybody has to leave. So they're doing temperature screenings. Um, let's talk about masks in the heat. Yes. Ugh. So the mask has to be worn over, <laughs> I know it was like 91 degrees last week down there. Was it really? It was super hot. Wow. So the mask has to be worn properly. Yes. Over your nose and your mouth the whole entire day, except for if you are actively eating or drinking and you must be stationary. Okay. So you know how easy it is for you to grab a Dole Whip and start mm -hmm. walking to the next ride? Yep. Nope. Not anymore. You just got to sit down and eat. You have to sit. Wow. And I can respect that. Yes. Yeah. I can absolutely respect that. And I'll tell you, out of the four days that we were there, I only saw two people not wear their masks properly. Yeah. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's following the guidelines. And one thing that I really want everybody to know before they go is the lines look horrendous. Yeah. They are so very, very long. I would imagine. Everyone's getting their temperature checked. and. Well, I mean, not even for getting into the parks, but for the rides. Oh, okay, okay. So every family oh, has no to stand six feet oh, apart. Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> wow, yes. And those markers, believe it or not, every single person abides by it. Yeah. And I love that. That's good, yeah. But when you're getting ready to get on Seven Dwarfs Mine Train... The line is all the way through Fantasyland, back around toward oh, Little Mermaid. Wow. Like, it is very, very long. And so you're thinking to yourself, there is no way that I'm going to wait in this line. It goes quickly. Mm -hmm. It's just the social distancing. Yeah. You know, they have plexiglass dividers. So if a line is actually going to come back toward oh, you. Oh, yes. A lot of so them people cry. Yep, yep. There's a plexiglass divider. Or they have the uh, markers down on the ground on this side that are 12 feet apart mm -hmm. so that it can accommodate the one on the other side that's oh, six. Oh, okay, yeah. So they do keep you apart. Nice. So it's very nice. You just have to understand that the lines look long, but they're really not. Okay. How, um, long, how long do you think was the longest wait? Well, for me, the longest wait was the Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, which is still pretty new over yes. at Hollywood Studios. Yeah. And it was a little less than an hour. Oh, wow. Okay. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. But most of the waits, I would say, right now, were about 25 to 45 minutes. They just look bad. They just look bad. Okay. And sometimes, if you're lucky, um, they are overestimating the times. Hmm. So they'll say it's 45 minutes and you're on in a half an hour. Do they still have those on the app, too, the time? Yes. Okay. Right. Absolutely. Um, one thing that surprised me, though, is there is a line to get in the stores. Oh, wow. Yeah. That surprised me. I just wanted to run in real quick and grab a Rice Krispie Treat because, as <laughs> oh, you know, you yeah. the Mickey head Rice Krispie Treats <laughs> from the confectionery because you guys brought me one from my trip, <laughs> from your trip yep. to me. So thank you for that. <laughs> but um, I just wanted to run in and grab one real quick. Mm -hmm. And I turn around and I'm like, wait a minute. I'm at the entrance to the store. No, the line was wrapped all the way around mm. the front of the Magic Kingdom. Is that a capacity thing? It is. Okay. So there's somebody waiting at the door, which I like this. Um, if you can picture the Emporium on Main Street, that there are multiple entrances. Yes. Yeah. There's not anymore. There's one entrance, multiple exits. Hmm. And so, again, you have to wait until there's enough capacity for you to be able to go in. So there's somebody standing at the door with plus and minus making sure. But I personally love that. 
Because when have you ever shopped in the Emporium where you're not shoulder to shoulder with people? Yeah. I like that. We were trying to get out on our last date. The fireworks were going. We were trying to get out of yeah. Magic Kingdom. And we went through there and it was still crazy. It's impossible. <laughs> yeah. But now you can shop in there and there's not that many people around. Mm-hmm. That's just another way that Disney is keeping us safe. And I know for us, it was always like, where are the kids? Where the, Make sure the oh, kids yeah. are here just because there's so many people everywhere. Absolutely. And yeah. it didn't feel like it this time. Yeah. What, what's the capacity at the parks? What are they limited to? Well, there's right now they say they're at 30%. Okay. So um, I think over the holidays it might go up a little bit more. Um, but we do still have a lot of the hotels are closed. Okay, yeah. So some of two of our moderate resorts are closed or Disney's moderate resorts are closed and um, a couple of the values are still closed. So without all of the hotels full, the parks aren't going to be full. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you know that Disney is now doing, um, they've done away with the hoppers. They've done away with fast passes Mm -hmm. and they're doing something called the Disney park pass system. Okay. So when you plan a trip, then you need to choose what park you want to go in on each day and you actually have to make a reservation for it. And then once the park is full, then you don't go, obviously you can't go in that park. You have to choose a different one for that day. Yeah. So you need to make your, your Disney park pass system and your, or sorry, your reservation. Yeah. And then you'll be able to get into the parks. Did you have any issues doing that, getting into the park you were supposed to go into? We did. Did you? Yes. How, how easy was it to pick, go to a different one? Oh, it was super easy. So Good. because we were there on Halloween, we wanted to go into the Magic Kingdom on Halloween. Okay. Well, we couldn't. So, um, and we were going to go into Hollywood Studios, but we changed our mind because Hollywood Studios was very, very crowded. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to Epcot instead. Okay. So it was nice. Nice, yeah. Well, that's good that they, like... It sounds like they're doing, like you said, everything possible that they mm-hmm. can t- keep everyone safe and still have a good time, still get people in and out like they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. And and it, it sounds like they sh- people shouldn't be worried if they want to go to Disney. Absolutely right not, because yeah. I felt safer at Disney than I do at Kroger. Mm-hmm. Well, my dad, my dad flew to Texas, and he goes, "That's the safest I ever felt when Absolutely. on an airplane." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Well, everybody has to wear masks. Everybody's sanitizing so much more. The airlines are, you know, fogging in the airplane with antibacterial, this and that, Mm -hmm. you know, encouraging hand washing. And and it's just, it's amazing. So you are safer right now. So being afraid of travel, don't be, don't be. It is actually a a good time to travel. Good. Well, good. Um, Before we, we leave Disney... Mm-hmm. What uh, I want to ask a couple of your favorites. So we know your favorite snack. Yes. The Rice Krispie, Mickey had Rice Krispies. Yep. What, what's your favorite ride? My favorite ride, let's see. There are several. Yeah. I do love Soren. That, that one's, was really cool. That yeah. one's a classic. Um, now it's not just Soren over Southern California, it's now Soren around the world. Oh, okay. I like the scents that are however you say that, that are pumped in. Oh, okay, yeah. I really like being able to smell the jasmine. And oh, uh, yep, yep. The dirt as you fly over Africa. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Um, I like Rise of the Resistance. Have you done that one yet? I have not, no. You will. Yeah. You must. It is so good. <laughs> it's over at Hollywood Studios in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Okay. And it's one that you will not have a fast pass for. It's, for, it's a virtual line. Okay. And so you are able to get a virtual line, get in the virtual line and get a boarding pass starting at 7 a.m. from your hotel room now. Mm -hmm. They just changed that this past week Um, or at 2 p.m. And you get your boarding pass. And so you go back, go to the ride at your time to board. Okay. And it's multi-layered. So you go into a spaceship 
and there's a lot of Star Wars theme. Like the Star Wars gurus love this. Yeah, that um, that was, we didn't spend a lot of time there because nobody in our family real really. Yeah. Like I mean, we don't hate Star Wars. We just didn't like it. I'm not the hugest Star Wars fan, yeah. but that one is still a must. Yeah. It's multi-layered. And then have you done um, Avatar over yes. in Pandora? Yes. That one's pretty cool. Mateo got to do that twice because wow. we used the, the um, was it, the parent, parent swap. swap. Yeah, yep. we used that. So he got to do it twice. So yeah. he was lucky on that one. I like, that was cool. I like those. Mickey's Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway was also mm. really good. Okay. So that'll have to be on your to-do list yeah. when you go next. Yeah, I like that. We like the Slinky Dog. Yep, that was fun. Love um, that. Even though Lillian Lillian screamed the whole time, but then she wanted to go back on. Of course. After. Of course. <laughs> that was cool. Um, uh, we got the um, what's it? The picture thing. What's that called again? The memory maker. We got that, and mm-hmm. one of the I always remember because it, it, it was one thing. And she's like, I don't care what we do. This is what we're doing. We're getting our picture taken with the lanterns. Aww. And that was the so I always remember that. That was a, a it wasn't obviously it's not a ride, but mm-hmm. it's a, that was a cool thing too. That is cool. Um, what uh, favorite restaurant? Any any kind. It doesn't have to be a sit down, quick service, whatever. Oh goodness, let's see. One of my favorites is Ohana over at the Polynesian. Mm-hmm. Um, for breakfast, there's Lilo and Stitch okay, and Mickey. And so I like that in the morning, but I really love it at night. That's my husband's favorite too. Okay, It's like a Brazilian barbecue. Oh, wow. So they're coming along with the skewers of meat. And mm. I mean, it's just, it's such a good restaurant. Um, you've got coconut rolling contests and you've got the Hawaiian <laughs> singers and stuff like that. So it's a really neat Polynesian feel. Yeah. So that's we, a really good one. I thought it was cool when we got to eat in the castle. That's neat. That, Cinderella's Royal Table. Yes, Beautiful. That, that was really cool. And I don't know how it happened, but I think when we came out, it was they were, they were shutting everything around for the fireworks. Mm-hmm. So when we came out, there was nobody around. That's nice. So we got a really cool picture of us four in, like, mm-hmm. in the back of the castle, but like nobody was around. That's awesome. So that was a real cool picture there. That's great. So, See, that's what Disney's meant known for and that just those little memories yeah yeah and that memory maker i tell you what that is that was the the best thing it is wonderful because you don't have to worry about i mean we took our own pictures but you don't Mm -hmm. have to like anything anytime we saw one like let's do it right now let's go well and now they're taking pictures of you on rides yeah that was cool and including that they're doing a lot of special effects oh okay so lily can hold her hand out and you know when you see the picture there's the little teacup Mm. from beauty and the beast in her hand or tinkerbell or stitch coming up out of the ground so they do a lot of special effects that make the pictures really fun yeah there's a few of them that one one said look like you're scared Mm -hmm. and i forget i I forget what it was that was scaring us at the time it's probably stitch coming up out of the ground if it was at hollywood studios this uh this was at animal kingdom okay yeah i I, like i said i don't remember what might have been just an animal or something but yeah so, so we talked a lot about Disney, but mm-hmm. you don't, obviously you don't do just Disney. What are, Correct. what are the other things you, you guys book? We book a lot. Um, we do, like I said, Europe, Greece, uh, we do a lot of overseas. Um, one thing that I like to specialize in is cruises. So we do a lot of Disney cruise line mm-hmm. and a lot of Royal Caribbean. Okay. So I like to send a lot of my clients to Alaska with Royal Caribbean. Wow. So one thing that... I enjoy about this job is if you're going to sell it, you need to know it. Yeah. So I took a cruise to Alaska on Royal Caribbean. So now I know the ins and outs and what to recommend to you and what excursion to recommend and not to recommend mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it's important for me to stay up on the, the training by actually going. Yeah. So one thing that they provide for us too is um, familiarization trips. Oh. So a lot of travel agents, I put together travel agent familiarization trips for my team. Mm-hmm. So 
I think it was two years ago, I took 15 of my team down to Disney, Universal, SeaWorld, Aquatica. Wow. We did looked at the resorts. We did what, call, what we call site inspections. And so we look at the different room categories and the pools and the restaurants and all that because you need to see it and to be able to touch it and mm-hmm. to be able to know it, you know, in order to know it really, really well. Yeah. So... Well, it, it, it was nice to... I mean, we just booked Disney, but it's nice mm-hmm. when I can when I can ask a question like, "We're thinking about doing this. What do you think?" And you mm-hmm. can give an honest opinion like, "Well, when I did it, it was X, Y, or Z, exactly. but now they changed it, or I didn't like it, or it might be good because you have kids." Like mm-hmm. all this stuff. And any question we had, I I was assured mm-hmm. that you were letting me know like yes or no, what and that was truly what you what you meant. And that's why I like to travel a lot. Yeah, because then you know I've been to Jamaica four times. I have never once been there on a vacation with my husband. I have been there with travel agents because I'm there to learn the properties. Yeah. Because even though people know the Sandals brand the best Mm -hmm. because of all of the commercials and whatnot, every Sandals has a completely different feel. Okay. So one that I would send you guys to is not one I would send a honeymoon couple to that's in their early 20s. Okay. So it's, it's important for me to get out there and to know the each one of the resorts individually to the best of my knowledge. Mm-hmm. And that's one reason why I like having a team. Yeah. Because I'm only one person. It is impossible for me to get to every single all-inclusive resort that's out there. Mm-hmm. So we have some agents in my team that specialize in Mexico. Okay. Some that specialize in Hawaii. or There are not all-inclusive resorts in Hawaii, so I don't mean to lump <laughs> it in with that. But Hawaii is amazing. And yeah. we did, my husband and I did go there a couple of years ago. So I'm very comfortable with selling Hawaii. So if, if somebody wants to go to a specific place yes. and you you know in your team there's someone better mm-hmm. that can handle it, will you, go to, will you go to them or will you still be able to like do I, what you would I will do whatever. Um, if I know that I don't know much about it at all, mm-hmm. I would talk to you and I would say, hey, I have uh, an agent that specializes in Disneyland. Okay. Like I feel like I have a pretty good handle on it. But what I do is in my team is I encourage some of my newer agents that come in with a lot of Disney World knowledge that if they don't know a product, if they don't know Royal Caribbean or Carnival or Disneyland, then pass it over to the other agent. Okay. Because it's you are a number one priority. Mm-hmm. Guest satisfaction, you guys having the best trip ever. And if that's not with me, yep. I'm okay with that. Okay. So like, whatever need, serves the, the customer best. Absolutely. Okay. I need to be able to give that up. And um, one thing that I encourage within my team is for you to pass it over to somebody else and then I will, out of my pocket, I will give a portion of the commission to the agent who referred. Oh, okay. Because I want to keep oh, it great. within yeah. us, Yeah. you know, and I want to keep it within our knowledge base Okay. and within our team because I know that our team is going to do a fantastic job for you. Yes. So. Yeah. Well, we got off on our tangent, but mm-hmm. we go back to the cruises. You're talking about the cruises yes. in Alaska. and. Yes. So if you ever want to go to Alaska, going on a cruise is the way to go. Yeah. Absolutely. Because you can fly into Anchorage and you can take the Gold Star train down to Seward and then you can board the ship. And yes, the ship is going to be a little bit smaller than what my family will typically um, sail on, but... Um, the ships are perfect for that area because they can get closer to the land for you to be able to see the wildlife. Oh, okay. So I like a little bit smaller cruise ship for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are so many different ports to stop. There's Juno and Skagway. You can get Icy Strait Point. Um, you can go through 
um, go up to see Hubbard Glacier. And the captain actually stops right in front of the glacier. And then they have an Alaskan native come on board and talk about it. Oh, wow. And everybody's really quiet, and it's a very serene time. Yeah. It's very peaceful. And then the captain will take the ship and turn it ever so slowly. Like, you don't even know that you're moving. And he'll turn it a complete 360 so that you can see every part of the... Wow. I mean, it's just so beautiful. So, wow. and then you end up in Vancouver. Yeah. So you do... I like doing the southbound. Mm-hmm. And, um, I like the gold star train service because you can then like, there's a glass dome that you can watch the wildlife as you're taking the, the train down to meet the ship. And I mean, it's just beautiful, but again, I needed to go there and see it to be able to properly sell it. So Mm -hmm. now as an agency, we send groups, you know, to Alaska each Mm -hmm. summer because Alaska season is between May and September. I was just going to ask you when the Mm -hmm. best time to go. Okay. The best time is really... I would say it depends on what you're looking for, but if you're looking for best whale watching, I would say like mid to June to the end of July. Okay. So yeah. it's kind of whatever you're after, but um, I'm happy. Oh, go ahead. No, I was, I was gonna say uh, about cruises. We mm-hmm. went on one for our honeymoon, mm-hmm. and we had no idea what we were doing. Even the <laughs> even the the travel agent we used wasn't very good. Now that I come across a really good one, <laughs> so, thank you. Um, so we went on the excursions we did were fun. We, we mm-hmm. went to a beach one time. We did. Uh, Couple kayaking, which is, I call it the divorcer because we were just <laughs> arguing the whole, no, you're leading, you're leading, quit. No, go yeah. this way, go that way. That's and funny. We, it was the best vacation and it was crazy. It was, I mean, it was, it was okay planned, mm-hmm. but I can't imagine how much better it would be if it was mm-hmm. planned a lot better, you know? Well, and one thing of being a travel agent, it's important for me to know a lot about Royal Caribbean or a lot about Carnival. Mm-hmm. So I hone in on Royal Caribbean okay. because that's my cruise line of choice. Okay. Well, aside from Disney Cruise Line, which is amazing. <laughs> but that doesn't, you know, that doesn't suit everybody if they yes. have teenagers or they've already done many Disney cruises or whatnot. But um, Royal Caribbean is amazing. And the, the ship that I like for my family, or actually the class of ships, are Oasis class. Mm-hmm. They have 6,000 guests. Well, pre-COVID. Yeah. But now um, we're, we were booked for June of this last year, yeah. and then now we've changed it to July of 21. Okay. Our fingers crossed that we're going to be able to set <laughs> sail. But the reason why I chose this, because we have four teenagers. Mm-hmm. So there's a zip line, flow rider surf simulator, ice skating rink, oh, wow. royal promenade. <laughs> You've got um, Central Park, where you can actually hear birds. And like, it's just, it looks <laughs> like New York City Central Park. Wow. The back of the ship, there's an aqua theater, and um, there's like a hand-carved carousel, Johnny Rockets. Like, it's just such a fun place to go and just hang out on the boardwalk. Yeah. So the ship has so much to offer mm-hmm. that um, that's the one that we have chosen for our family. So so that was our number one thing when we booked a ship was, mm-hmm. I want the biggest ship because I get seasick pretty easy. Yep. And that was so. Th- when you're talking about the the smaller ship size in Alaska, I'm like, ooh, I could just see myself yeah. getting sick. Because there, there was one day where it was like we couldn't even walk down the hallway because mm-hmm. it was rocking so much. And I think we spent like 15 hours in bed, both of us, just because oh, it was yeah. But Bonine is my friend on yeah. cruises. Yeah. But you also have to know that sometimes it. Most people think that they need to be midship and as high as possible. Mm-hmm. I totally disagree with that. Oh wow. Okay. And that's just my experience on going on several cruises. Yes. So the lower you are on the ship, the more stable you are because uh, yeah. you're by the stabilizers. So 
we went on a Disney cruise um, last year, and we were down on deck two. And at first, I was like, I want to be up higher. No, our room was more like a hotel room. It was very stable. Oh, wow. It was wonderful. Nice. So, and then I realized that when we go up higher to go to dinner, that's when I start feeling sick. Mm. So I don't, I've learned from my experiences of going that if you called me and said, I want to book a cruise, well, I'm going to put you midship. Yes. But I'm going to put you a little bit lower in the ship because then you won't feel it as much. Yeah. You know, and, and you learn so much and that's, what's good about a travel agent. Cause we, mm-hmm. when we went, we learned like halfway through our vacation that we could order what everything we wanted. Like we, like when I went, mm-hmm. we went on a carnival and we ordered like, well, I want to try all three of the entrees. Absolutely. So they, and they would bring all three of them to us. And yep. it was like, I was like, oh, I wish we would have known about this before. Like Absolutely. our first day, you know, but that was so awesome. And one thing we still talk about is they had this strawberry yogurt machine. Mm-hmm. And every, and I mean every, every time we passed it, we got a little tiny Absolutely. code to go by. But it, to just to know, to take advantage of all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like if we had a travel, good travel agent, like, they, hey, when you go you to dinner, known. when you go to dinner, you could order everything if you want. You can have three you know? lobster tails and two prime rib. Yeah. And, and yeah. we didn't know any of that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, but, but it was up until we went to, up until we went to Disney, it was our best vacation. That's awesome. And then Disney topped that. So, mm-hmm. so, um, but, but before we started recording, you talk about Royal Caribbean that they came out with, they, that they're starting to set sail again? Well, we kind of, kind of, not yet. Okay. We do have some exciting news though. Um, this past Friday, the uh, CDC has lifted the no sale order. Okay. And that's something that is music to our ears. So what does that mean exactly? So when COVID hit, Royal Caribbean um, and all cruise lines. Okay. So I'm going to speak specifically for Royal, but it does go to all of the cruise lines. But um, they couldn't sail. Mm-hmm. Because as we know, people were getting sick from being on cruise ships, and cruise ships kind of are little petri dishes anyway. Yeah. We all know that. And some have people to be... were stranded on there for like weeks, oh months, yeah. Like for well, the cast or the crew is on there for months and whatnot. But mm-hmm. yes, so what they did is they have had a no sail order, and that meant that no cruise ships were sailing at all. Okay, and so all of the ships are they're not docked; they're actually out in the ocean. Mm-hmm. You know, and they do have a skeleton crew on each one of the ships. So there are still people on them and out there. Um, so what has happened is the no sale order was replaced with conditional sale order, which is very good news. Okay. So what that means is it's signif- uh, signifying the first step toward a cautious resumption of cruising. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I love about Royal Caribbean is they have offered a webinar for us like it's called Coffee Talk, and we get to listen in every Wednesday at noon. And then Richard Fain, who is the president of Royal Caribbean, he has done a lot of videos for us and keeping us up to speed on everything that's going on. So, I mean, I feel like I kind of know him now because he's been, you know, <laughs> you see him all the time. I see him all the time. Yeah. And what a neat man. Yeah. And his first responsibility is safety. Okay. He is really, really... Um, striving to and committed to keeping everybody safe. Mm -hmm. So his thing is, he said, we're committed to taking the time needed to do things right. Okay. That has been his kind of mantra from the very beginning. So I'll read a little bit from Royal Caribbean. It says, we plan to utilize this time to thoroughly train our staff and crew on our new health and safety protocols, while also conducting a number of trial sailings to stress test these measures in real world conditions. Wow. I wouldn't mind being one of those people. I've actually volunteered already because oh, okay. they might be able to take some, 
you know, travel agents with them to be able to be the guinea pigs Mm -hmm. and see, because you can't put things into action unless you have guests on board. Yes. You know, so, and it says, we will continue to work closely with the CDC and the healthy sale panel as we take this next step and solidify our action plan. So they have been working, they created a healthy sale panel, which is putting a lot of protocols into place. Mm -hmm. I believe they said there were 96 different things that our cruise lines can do to keep us safe. Wow. And they're doing all of them. Yeah. And um, they have spent millions of dollars in um, getting the ventilation systems better on the cruise ships. And they've just spent a lot of money in taking precautions for us. So I'm absolutely, I'm excited to get back on the ships. Yeah. You know, we might have to wear masks, Yeah, but we might wear them everywhere everywhere else. So why not? (laughs) I'm okay with that. Yeah. I know that was a huge thing that people were like, I'm never going on a cruise again. Mm-hmm. Cause especially out in California, the, those COVID patients got stranded on a, oh, yeah. n- nobody wanted them. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so it, it's good to hear that they are close to coming back yep. and that they got a bunch of ways to keep everyone safe. Yes. And then when they start doing the um, cruises, they're going to start with some of the smaller ships, not the mega ships like Oasis and Allure mm-hmm. and whatnot. But they'll start with some of the smaller ships that are doing like a three-night sailing okay. or a four-night sailing because things can be very controlled. Have you ever heard of Perfect Day at Coco Cay? I have not. That is Royal Caribbean's private island. Okay. And it is unbelievable. Is it really? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Not every ship stops there. I think about seven of their ships. Okay. But um, if you called me and said, hey, I want to go on a Royal Caribbean ship and you know, I want to take my family on a cruise, I would make sure that you go to Perfect Day at Coco Cay because they have this amazing water park. Um, the pools are amazing. The food is included when you're on the island and it's just, it's a port of call, Yeah. but it's run by only Royal Caribbean people. Okay. So it's very controlled. It's very safe. So, um, they're going to be starting with that since not all other countries are welcoming people at this time. Yeah. So they would probably do a shorter cruise that would be at sea, stop at perfect day at Coco Cay and then come back home. Yeah. So So you, I know you talked about specifically about Royal Caribbean, but mm-hmm. are all the other the other cruise lines working towards something like that Absolutely. too? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Every cruise lines, Princess, Norwegian, Carnival, everybody is working toward condition sale order. Hmm. Yep. What what um what's the you talked about Disney cruise lines and we looked into that mm-hmm. too. What's I don't want to say benefit, but would if someone wanted to experience Disney, would you would you just say if you're choosing between the two you should go to Disney World and not a cruise? Or or like what's I don't know what what's the benefit. Saying. I think I understand yeah. what you're saying. People yeah. ask me this question a lot. So um, it kind of depends on what you want in a vacation. Okay. Do you want to see the parks? Do you want to be walking, you know, 15,000 steps a day? Mm-hmm. Do you want to have character meals and so on? Or do you want to be on a cruise ship where you see the, the nice Broadway style shows mm-hmm. and you go to the different ports of call and it's a, it's a calmer, more relaxed vacation. Okay. And, um, it is all inclusive, which is nice. So because your, your meals and your drinks, like except alcohol, but, um, soda is included on Disney cruise line and it's not with Royal Caribbean. So that's another advantage of having a travel agent Oh yeah, is to know what's included and what's not. Yeah. So you're not smacked with some things when you get there. Mm-hmm. Um, all the ice cream that you want is included <laughs> with Disney cruise line. So you would enjoy that, but it's really the attention to detail and the storytelling with Disney. Okay. It, Disney cruise line, it really does 
it is set apart from everything else. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. So it's really what you're after with your own individual family. Okay. Do you want a nice, calm, relaxing experience with characters and with the shows and stuff like that? Or are you ready to you know, beat the pavement and be in the parks? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do, do you ever have people call you and say, I want to book a vacation. I don't know where I want to go. Absolutely. <laughs> do you really? Like, I do. <laughs> How, do. And how do you even go about starting to plan? Like that just seems like okay. The world is what, what do you want? Yeah, it's big. So we have it's called qualifying your client. Okay. So we just have these questions in our mind of okay, how many people are traveling? When do you want to travel? Do you want to be? Because people will say, well, I can't decide between all inclusive resort and a cruise. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, tell me about you. Are you a couple that you like to be really active, or are you a couple that you like to sit by the pool and have a nice drink? Yeah. You know, so by learning the couple, learning the family, getting to know you guys, then I can help you figure it out. You know, that if you're like, no, we, we love to, we like to be adventuresome and we like to go and do things. Well, then maybe a cruise is for you because you wake up in a different port every day. Okay. Yeah. So it's those that call me and say, I want to go someplace tropical. <laughs> what do you recommend? Well, okay. So one, how many people are traveling? Two, do you have a passport? Mm-hmm. You know, three, what's your budget? Because that matters. Yeah. You know, do you see yourself at a place where, you know, how long do you want to go? Do you want to be there for only four nights? Or do you want to stay six or seven nights? Because then, like some of the Sandals resorts and some of the other wonderful all-inclusive resorts, if you stay at one, you can play at three. Oh, okay. So, like, when you go to St. Lucia, I had a honeymoon couple this past, uh, about two weeks ago. They went to Sandal St. Lucia. Well, there's Halcyon the Grand St. Lucian, and Latak all together. So you can stay at one, and you can go to all three, oh, wow. and you can dine at the, those three. And, you know, so it kind of helps me to get to know you yeah, and to be able to um, ask a lot of questions to help you figure it out. Well, I like that, too, because then it builds a relationship mm-hmm. from the beginning, and I don't feel bad calling you from Florida saying, hey, um, they don't have my dinner reservation. Exactly. Because you know? <laughs> yeah. I, I know, like, well, this is her job, and this is what you're going to do, and you, you worked... You worked mm-hmm. hard specifically on this vacation, not alone, not not mm-hmm. counting all the other ones, but this one, and you yourself want it to go well. Absolutely. Otherwise, you know, that's not good for you either. Well, right? and that's one of my very favorite things about this mm-hmm. is the relationships that I build along the way. Okay, The yeah. friendships that I build. I mean, if you think about it, I've known you since June of 2018 mm-hmm. when we first started planning your vacation. Yeah. You know, and I love your family. Yeah. You know, I love your kids. And, you know, it's just been fun to stay in touch with you guys through the years. Yeah. So I'm very relational. So I like to build those relationships. I've some of my travel agents that are on my team are some of my very best friends. Okay. You know, we didn't start out as being best friends. We started out as a business relationship. Yeah. And we've become more like family. Yeah. And some of my families that I've planned with, they have also become very good friends of mine. So yeah. I love that part of it. I like getting to know people and but that's what my my wife always laughs at me when I say my friends at work. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're my yeah I, I work with them, but I also they they'll come over and hang out. Absolutely, if you, want, you know we have our little parties and stuff. That's so, right. Well, good. That's right. Yeah. And before we go, how do people contact you if they want to use your your uh, travel agency? Well, I would welcome people calling me. My okay. cell is nine three seven eight two nine eight seven nine four. I'll say it again. It's nine three seven. Eight two nine eight seven nine four. I feel free to text me or call me. I love just sitting and chatting with people. Just say, <laughs> "Hey, I heard you on the podcast." I would I would welcome that. Or if you feel more comfortable and you would rather start with an email, that would be okay too. So you can email me at needavacation 
1215 at yahoo.com. So that's my email, needavacation1215 at yahoo. Well, uh, do you have anything else you want to specifically point out? I think we've covered a lot. All right. Well, good. Yeah. I I really enjoyed this. And like I said at the beginning, before we started recording, I like doing these because I learn a lot. Mm -hmm. And um, I like having people on that that I like. Well, thank you for this opportunity. It was a lot of fun to talk to you and share some things. And hopefully people won't be quite so scared to travel and be able to get out there and live and have fun and make memories. That's what life is all about. Make memories. Yes. Yeah. And you... Just I'm just basing it off me off my experience. You excel at helping people make memories. Thank so you. I thank you for that, and thank you for that. being on the podcast. Thank you very much. Um, we will hopefully Andrew will be back next week. Hopefully, um, and if not, I'll find someone else to interview. So this has been the Nerdball Podcast. <laughs>